0: Good night, bro. Good to see you, man. Oh. Broke it all, bro. Appreciate you. I'm gonna put this down real quick. Circle. Can't I'm telling you. <laughs> How's everybody doing? That's good. That's good. Actually, can I get two people to just hand these handouts for me real quick? Thank you so much. You can split with your sister. Appreciate it. Y'all doing all right? All right, today we're going to be talking about why dreams die young. Why dreams die young. So as the lovely ladies are passing those out, there's three scriptures that we're going to focus on today. I have a lot of points that I want to get through, and I'm going to definitely get it done within 30 minutes for sure. Um, but there's three texts of scripture. We're going to be going through Proverbs 19, 21, Ecclesiastes 7:8. And John 4.34, Proverbs 19.21, Ecclesiastes 7.8, John 4.34. And while they're passing those out, I'm going to go ahead and pray. We're going to get right into it. Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for who you are. We greatly appreciate you being our Father, being our guide, being the saver of our soul, the dream giver. Lord, I thank you right now as I speak today. it will be precise and full of clarity, wisdom. And I pray, Lord, that anointing will rest upon me and speak through me in such a way that it will inspire, convict, rebuke, or change, or motivate these young people to pursue you and your dream for them. And Father, as I speak, I want to let you know that if you're not here, I'm wasting their time. So, Lord, I'm a vessel that's waiting and that's willing to, for you to speak through me. In Jesus' name we do pray, we thank you. Amen. Let's read the scriptures real quick, get into our points. Again, the topic for today is why dreams die young. Proverbs 19.21 says, many are the plans in the mind of a man or a woman, but it is the purpose of the Lord that will stand. Ecclesiastes 7.8 says, better is the end of a thing than its beginnings and the patient in spirit is better than the proud in spirit. John 4, this is Jesus speaking. He said to them, my food is to do the will of him who sent me and to accomplish his work. Let's go to the problem. Many students are distracted from turning their God-given dream or ideas into a reality. They instead are pursuing either a hand, a handed down, oh sorry, they instead are pursuing a dream either handed down to them or designed by them without divine support. They are wasting their time, resources, energy in doing so. I'll read it again. Many students are distracted from turning their god giving dreams or ideas into reality. They instead are pursuing a dream either handed down to them by parents or society, or designed by them without divine support. They are wasting their time, resources, and energy in doing so. Proverbs 19.21 says, Many are the plans in a person's heart, but it is the purpose of the Lord that will prevail. In life, you will make many plans, but it's wise for you and I to ensure that our plans line up with the purpose of God. If not, we will have wasted time, energy, and resources. And the good thing about you guys and gals now at this age group is you can actually find from God your specific purpose so that when it's time for you to be on your own, there won't be wasted time. It also says in Ecclesiastes 7:8 8, it says, Better is the end of a thing than its beginning. And the patient in spirit is better than the proud in spirit. Now, what does that mean? A lot of people get excited when they start something, when they start a job, when they start a business, when they start a ministry, when they start a relationship, when they start something. Everyone celebrates the beginning of a thing, but how many people are actually there to see you actually get to the end? When you finish something, there's something special about finishing. And it's even greater when you finish something that God placed inside of you to finish. And it says that it's better And the patient in spirit is better than the proud in spirit. When you finish something, you learn something about patience. I remember when I was young, man, I was very aggressive and very business focused. I wanted to get things done early until I realized that 20s are a waste of, in our 20s, we waste a lot of time. When I turned 30, I was like, the 20s are really overrated. That I wish that I was mentored more. I wish I was settled more. I wish I'd understood the pace and rhythm of God more so that I can understand what life really means. And I love the words of Jesus here. It says, Jesus said to them, this is after he was talking to the woman at the war, he says, my food, the disciples were about to bring him a three-piece, two-side biscuit from Bojangles out out there by galley, about to bring him a sandwich, bring him a meal. And he was like, you know what? That's cool, but my real food, what motivates me, what fuels me, it's to do the will of the one who sent me and to actually accomplish his work. What is your real food? Many of us, we feel that we feed our bodies at least three times a day. If you're intermittent fasting, one time a day between eight hour window, that's what I'm doing. But either way, but how many of us feed our spirit man as often as we do our physical man? There should be something deeper inside you that makes you wake up in the morning, that makes you endure tough periods, that makes you just say, man, I just want to do the will of the one who sent me and to accomplish his work. Let's go to the bottom of that box. It says, life is about fulfillment, not retirement. Life is about fulfillment, not retirement. There is a spot on this earth you were created to fill. It doesn't matter if you're 12, 15, 16, 18 years old. You're not trying to discover who you are outside of you. Who you are is already in there. Just like an apple seed already has apples in it, orange seeds has oranges in it, that all it has to do is to be planted in the right spot and nurtured correctly, and it will produce what's already in them. We are the only species that produce outside of our kind. Cats, and cats produce cats. Dogs, and dogs produce dogs. But since we are human beings, we are the only ones that can go against what's already been placed in us. Parents saying you should be a doctor or engineer. Society is saying in African-American groups that you should be an athlete. See, see, it ain't about societal and parental pressures. It's all about who you're going to have to face face-to-face at the end of your life. And it's better to live his dream than to be frustrated living a dream of someone else because life is about fulfillment. That there is a spot in this world that I was created to feel. My question to you is what are you full of and where is that place you were meant to feel? Next box. God knows what will make you feel the most fulfilled. God knows. What will make you feel the most fulfilled. Right now, you're feeling synergy and energy to pursue a specific craft or an idea or a business or a ministry or whatever it is. College is on the horizon for a lot of you all. And a lot of uh, there's a lot of energy, there's a lot of creativity there. And we feel that this path is going to fulfill me the most. But God is the one that knows what will make you feel the most fulfilled. I wrote here. Your biggest dream for yourself is not better than God's dream for you. It don't matter how big your dream is, what you endeavor to be, what you aspire to be, it is not even close, if it's outside the will of God, better than God's will for you. But there are a lot of distracted dreamers. Distracted pursuing what makes the most money, what would get me the most recognition. It ain't about living the American dream, It was we are meant to live the heaven dream, the kingdom dream. See, why invest in a life that you're only gonna be here 70 plus years? It is best for us to live life, have an acronym for life, L-I-F-E, live it for eternity. But a lot of people are living their life for this earthly realm, and then when they meet their maker face to face and realize that they wasted all this time not even, even considering God, on what he desires for you to do. Next point, there are some dreams in this room that needs to die. There are some dreams in this room that needs to die. The Bible says, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not into your own understandings, but in all your ways acknowledge him and he'll make your paths straight. Right now you have the opportunity to go in the right direction and trust God with whatever he wants you to do. Now, this is what we really want to get to. Why do dreamers' dreams die young? Why do dreamers' dreams die young? Number one, the dreamer is afraid to be different. <clears throat> one of the reasons why dreamers' dreams die young is because a dream dreamer is afraid to be different. God didn't create copies. He made originals. That's why you gotta look at yourself and say, who am I a copy of? Because God did not make you to be a copy of someone else, He created you to be your own original. If you look at your thumbprint, nobody else in existence, nobody who will ever exist, and nobody here present will have your thumbprint. He made you unique. But how many of us are going through life with the pressures of trying to be like somebody else? The enemy knows that the best way to move the masses to mimic an image that's not, that's not Christ's image is to get a handful of people to look a certain type of way, sing a certain type of way, think a certain type of way, and modify the way they look and put it before people whose parents are too busy to parent them, and then you, those individuals will begin to mimic those images. That's why you got to be very careful what you latch your eyes on. There's nothing wrong with liking fashion, nothing wrong with liking what you like. But the question is, you have to always ask yourself is, why do I like this? Why do I like this? Dreamers, the reason why dreamers' dreams die young, the dreamer is afraid to be different. Number two, the dreamer doesn't depend on God for personal and dream development. I've learned in my life, especially last three or four years, not to force things. That is in him that I live, move, and have my being, that I know if I trust God, everything will fall into place. Right now at your age, if you can master this craft and learn this principle of trusting God, you will begin to see when the scripture says he'll surround you with favor like a shield, you'll begin to see how things just flow for you. But what do we do? Through impulsiveness and impatience, we try to force things to fit square. Uh, Objects that try to fit in a circle and we wonder why we're so confused. The dreamer, the reason why dreamers' dreams die young, I got to go quick through these, I have a lot of them. Number number three is because the dreamer is easily deceived. The enemy knows how to deceive you. He knows how to tailor temptations according to you to trick you into believing that you should become something that God never intended for you to become. Why Why do dreamers' dreams die young? The dreamer is afraid to be disowned by loved ones or friends. The reason why a lot of people say, I feel like God is leading me to go this way. I feel like God is telling me to go this way. But in most cultures, not necessarily in American culture, but other cultures, families and parents will actually disown them. Or people are afraid to lose their friend or lose the love of their mother. But listen, is your mom going to judge you? Is your friends going to judge you? This ain't nothing to make you be afraid of. It's just saying respect and reverence of God. The Bible says it is the fear of God that is the beginning of all wisdom. So if you want wisdom in a certain area, reverence Him in that area. Acknowledge Him in that area. And watch God begin to give you strength in the face of close family and friend a confusion or deception, you're able to pass through. Why do dreamers' dreams die young? The dreamer is afraid to make their own decisions and will rather for others to do so. Some people just like, I don't even want to make this decision. It's too much of a risk. But you're going to get at a certain age, you're going to have to make decisions for yourself. Why do dreamers' dreams die young? Next, they're easily disappointed. Everyone knows in order to be successful, you're going to have to go through stuff. So, when people get into it, and young people come to me all the time I want to do what you do. I want, to, I want to be a motivational speaker. I want to be a preacher, whatever. Most people don't say preacher, but they want to be like a, they want to write their own books or they want to um, do whatever I do outside of what I do for my, the elementary school I work at. And I tell them, I say, are you willing, really willing, really, really willing to go through it? So, your dreams are going to demand something out of you. And a lot of the reasons why a lot of good God-given dreams die young is because people are easily disappointed. Next point. The dreamer can't decipher lessons from losses. All my athletes, all the people here, I'm pretty sure you heard that life is not about wins and losses. Life is about what? Oh, y'all never heard this before? Wins and lessons. (laughs) The reason why dreamers' dreams die young, they can't decipher between a loss and a lesson. When I lose... Especially on Monday nights, I be I be getting mad sometimes. But when I lose on Monday nights, I can't sleep by good two or three days till I come back the next Monday to get my buckets again. But what I'm trying to say is, I don't look at those losses as little as they are as losses. I say, okay, how can I cut them off on a on a baseline next time? Okay, okay, okay. He like to shoot like that. I learn from that experience. But a lot of individuals, I lost, I'm out. Versus, what can I learn from this? Because in succeeding there's going to be failure. Another reason why dreamers' dreams die young, they lack discipline. Desire is only going to get you halfway. Discipline will ensure you go all the way through. If you really want something bad enough, if you really want this dream to become a reality, you have to be disciplined. You have to do things that you don't feel like doing to eventually have what you would like to have. But a lot of people are lazy. God-given dreams are not dreams that he just delivered at your front step. There are dreams that would demand you to have a work ethic and a focus to ensure that that thing comes to pass. Why do dreamers' dreams die young? I know it's a lot of points, but that's just how, that's how I do what I do. They, the dreamer cares more about the destination than the journey or process to get there. They hype about the journey. I counsel a lot of people that, want, that wants relationships or wants success. And I say, look, man, you care so much about the end of this thing that you're not really cognizant of the whole process. People want the money, but they can't manage a dollar. How, why would God give you a million if you can't even manage 10? Why would God give you a whole nother person if you can't even manage yourself? Why would God give you a full ministry or a full business if you don't got good people skills? God is not just going to give you things because you cry about it. God's not going to give you things because you beg for it. God's going to look at the equity of your disciplines and see, is this person able to steward? Because the word of God says to whom much is given, what else? Much is required. The reason why dreamers' dreams die young is because the dreamer struggles heavily with self-doubt. It's hard to dream big, and it's hard to manifest a God-given dream if you don't know what the dream giver thinks about you. Self-hate leads to self-harm. Self-love leads to self-care. A lot of people don't like themselves. I work at elementary school, and these young girls came to me crying, and I got a mirror. I held up a mirror to them. I said, look in the mirror and tell yourself that you love yourself. They couldn't do it. And how many people, when they go home and look in their mirror, they see more defects than they, do see, than they do divinity. They see more issues than they see possibilities. We all struggle with insecurities. But God told Moses, who made your tongue, Moses? <laughs> Listen, I've been walking around with this big forehead all my life, but God made this forehead. <laughs> Whatever you don't own will be used against you. If That's why I tell people, insecure people pick on insecure people. Insecure people respond to insecure people. I tell kids all the time, is your mom fat and ugly? No, Mr. Ezzie, my mom's not fat and ugly. Then why'd it make you so upset? Oh, this person called me stupid, are you really stupid? When you really take the time to really process and say, you know what, I am not what they say I am, then what they say against you won't bother you. Insecure people respond to other insecure people And insecure people are weak people that's trying to bring you from your secure place to an insecure place. You're always going to have haters, man. But never debate with the hater. Why do dreams die young? The dream is surrounded by dull knives. Dull friends. Dull influences. The only thing a dull knife can cut through is butter. But if you wanna cut through life, you have to be sharpened by people who are as sharp as you or sharper than you. Look at your friends right now. You heard the saying, show me your friends, show me your future. Look at the circle of your friends. If you're the smartest person in your circle, you might wanna leave that circle. Now, don't give me let, me, let me make that clear. I don't got time for this. There's three types of circles. I gotta do this, three times a circle. Three types of circles, I gotta say this part. There are the circle of your champions. There's a circle of your comrades and there's a circle of your carriers. The circle of your carriers are people that you're mentoring, but that's not where you get sharpened at. The circle of your comrades are your peers. They got a lot of zeal. They'll rah, 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 cheer, cheer you on, but they're not going to sharpen you as much as the champions will. Champions are friends or people who are actually living where you desire to go. I'm 33, Pastor Gould 66. He's my mentor. He is actually living where my feet will eventually become. I don't have that many friends at my age. I got cool people. I do have friends. Don't me wrong because they may listen to this or whatever. I do have friends, but you also have to understand that I don't go down to this level to be sharpened because they only know what I know. But there are champions, people who are actually, if you're a ball player, you can't be going with your peers because he's trying to get to the school you're getting to. You got to go to a person who knows what it's like to be there. But if you're surrounded by dull knives and you need them to cut you through life, cut you through your tough moment, cut you through rough periods, they ain't going to be able to help you. Why do dreamers' dreams die young? The dreamer is afraid to go a different route. They're afraid to adjust. For times they're going to keep going. Why do dreamers' dreams die young? Because a dreamer becomes indifferent or bored with their dream. Let's talk about what a God-given dream or idea is. A God-given dream or idea is dangerous to the kingdom of darkness. The reason why the enemy's after your God-given dream because he knows that your dream was designed to destroy his work in whatever realm you're supposed to occupy. You're not too young to occupy... Well, first off, everyone's saved in here, right? I, you know, I, I, I'm believing so, right? Soon as you become saved, now you're being sanctified for a specific spot for you to steward. I can't just sit here and 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 just wait for God. Man, I got to do my part in the kingdom. So the enemy is after your dream because he knows how deadly and dangerous your dream is. A God-given dream or idea is deeply connected. Perfect. It's deeply connected... And divinely supported. A God given dream is deeply connected and divinely supported. Now, what does that mean? You just can't shake it because it's deep. And if the reason why God gives big dreams, because if He gave you human sized dreams, then you can do it without Him. God gives you big dreams so He can say, Oh, you need me now. I don't know how I got here. I've been, in, I've been in ministry for 11 years, and when I look back and see all the dots he connected, I'm like, whoa, I really am depending on him. That people think that I, they think that I look more, they think I make more money than I actually do, because that's what favor does. And when you understand that, man, I need God for this. The stuff he showed me 11 years ago at ORU, Oral Roberts University, man, that thing is big, so I have to stay deeply connected because I know I can't fulfill it. But the reason why humans rather settle for human dreams because they know they can do it without God. But when you realize you can't do anything in his life without him, you will take a few steps back and trust him. A God-given dream or idea, oh, it's divinely supported. means you don't really got to pay much for it. I'm glad he is the source of my dream. Do I put money in? Yes. But God is not going to endorse a dream that you dream without him. If you want divine support for your dream, God will cover you. God will give you grace to get through until you get in the right direction. But he is not going to endorse. When Tiger Woods got into what he did, what did the endorsers do? They pulled back. God loves you, but if you're going down a direction where there's sin or habits or whatever, God has to pull. He don't pull grace from you. He don't pull his love from you. But he says, you know what? I can't fund that. Because if I fund that, you would get funny in your mind thinking that you can continue going forward in this. And why would a good father have you go down a road that he knows will be your destruction? A God-given dream or idea is different and it delivers. My dream is different than your dream. It's different, and it delivers. Life is meant for you or your dream to help deliver somebody else. A God-given dream or idea is demanding, and it develops you. That God-given dream is demanding. You got to be on your knees. You got to seek him. You got to cut people off. You got to trust him. You got to believe, you got to do what the Word says. The God-given dream, it demands something from you. It ain't going to be easy. And it develops you. That's self-explanatory. A God-given dream or idea is dented and durable, meaning you're going to go through some persecution. You're going to go through some painful experience. You're going to lose some friends. You're going to get dented in the process. But that dream is durable. There's been a lot of people that talked about me. There's a lot of things that I've been through in these 11 years. But it's something about staying in the core of God where you become even durable yourself. Now the last box, and I'm out your way. How to itemize your dream. Quick points. How to itemize your dream or a God-given dream. Determine the dream. You got to determine, is this dream from God or the devil? Is this dream from me, or is this dream from God or indigestion? Because you know when you eat stuff at night, you start dreaming crazy, but like, oh, this, is this you, God? No, that's just that tacos, you know what I'm saying? Anyway, anyway. How to itemize your dream? You got to determine the dream. Where is this dream coming from? And what I tell all dreamers is put that dream or idea on the shelf. I got 16 book ideas on the shelf. I got 12 card games on the shelf. That doesn't mean I go do them. There's two places that dreams and ideas should always go when you receive them. It is based upon where God tells you to send them, either in the soil or on the shelf. A lot of people put shelf dreams in the soil and they're expecting God to rain on them. God said, I didn't tell you to put that in the soil. I told you to put that on the shelf for later. And there are some dreams that God wants you to put in the soil because He's ready for that thing to produce. You got to determine the dream. You got to actually dream the dream, meaning you got to keep thinking about that dream. Okay, God, give me more revelation. Give me more insight about this. That you got to dream that dream because sometimes you feel insecure about it. Like, oh, man, this thing is big. Keep dreaming. Keep going deeper in it to see what you're supposed to do and how God wants you through your wit and your creativity to produce it. How to itemize your dream? You got to define the dream. You done dream it, now you got to shape it. Define it. Get a sheet of paper and write down the five-year, ten-year, twenty-year plan, the six-month to one-year plan. Define the dream because when you define it, then you can have the supplemental disciplines to ensure that thing manifests. How to itemize your dream? You got to draw the dream. Draw it out of you. Now, I just can't be just talking about I got to draw this thing out of me. Next, I got to dedicate the dream. God, this is your dream. I'm trusting what the Word of God says about what I'm supposed to do, working unto you. I'm going to dedicate this dream to you and that when you vocalize that, you basically tell the spiritual realm, I'm going to follow God in this. I'm not going to go in, in front of God. I'm not going to be behind God. I'm going to follow with Him step by step. Day by day. No, I don't oh know if that's, um, what's that? Um, that's film matters? Name ain't family matters. Anyway, that's, y'all too young for that. All right, dedicate the dream. Next point, you got to dumb the dream. Dumb the dream means you got to silence the dream. You can't be like Joseph just talking and being like, yo, this is my dream because I got these coat. Y'all going to be bowed down to me. Telling your dream to certain people will get you in the pit and in the prison. You got to silence your dream. There's stuff in my heart right now that I can't share with no one. Because I know the same one that gave me the dream, if I speak it out of my mouth, out of its season, the spirit world will say, what can I do to stop that? You got to dumb the dream, silence the dream. Next, you got to defend the dream. You're gonna have a bunch of people say, man, why are you doing? That's too big for you. What you doing? You got to defend a thing. It's what God wants me to do. My father, when I was a young man, he was like, why are you going all over to Oklahoma to school? Why are you trying to be a preacher? I'm Nigerian, so it's all about the money with our culture. And I said, this is what God wants me to do. You gotta defend that dream. Me and my pops are good now. And he's but the thing about it is, the same guy that was saying, why are you doing this? was the same guy three years ago asking this young preacher as a son to have, for salvation. So how many of us, well, I'm gonna dumb down my dream, I ain't gonna do my dream, I'm not gonna defend it, but I'm gonna allow myself to lose or lose the opportunity to help somebody else. Next, you gotta discipline the dream, you gotta discipline yourself. In order to make sure this dream comes to pass, you have to be disciplined. Next You actually got to do the dream and don't be scared to do it. Last but not least, then after you do the dream, live the dream, see the manifestation of the dream, you delegate the fruit of that dream according to how God wants you to do it. Residual income, residual impact. Never forget those two words. Right now I have six books, two card games, a YouTube channel, and all I'm making money while I'm sleeping. Books are selling as residual income, but the most important thing is not residual income, it's residual impact. Right now somebody in Korea is watching the video. Somewhere somebody in South Africa is watching the video up the street, it's residual impact. I want to live a life that when I sleep, not only will I make coins from it, but the most important thing that I make from that dream is that I know that somebody's being impacted by it. What are you dreaming today? Has your dream died? Or are you going to give that God-given dream life? Order